1: Coach Radio. That's audibletrial.com slash LifeCoachRadio. And now, here's today's show.
2: Hello, everyone. This is the Life Coach Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Jan Jaffe, and I'm your host. Today, we're discussing resilience, and I'm delighted to be joined by my brilliant team, Charissa Sebastian and Susan Gonzalez. Today's show is entitled, How Surrendering to Adversity Creates Resilience. Welcome to Think Tank. Just a little about myself, I enjoyed a successful international career as an opera and concert singer and voice and master class teacher that was prematurely derailed by two traumatic brain injuries and a lengthy recovery that completely altered my life. I earned my bachelor's and master's degrees from Northwestern University, am a credentialed certified life, leadership, well-being, and career performance coach, and the owner of Forward to Success. I'm dedicated to helping professionals. Professionals and performing artists, especially opera singers, realize and manifest their highest potential in every aspect of their lives and careers. And for more information, please feel free to contact me at infoforwardtosuccess.com. At Setbacks happen. They can be small, disastrous, even tragic. And how we deal with them can be the difference between falling victim to our circumstances. Or experiencing growth and developing resiliency, our conversation today addresses how vulnerability, feeling our feelings, true awareness, and growing into acceptance of whatever new circumstances we find ourselves, whether temporary or permanent, can transform us and build resilience. Charissa Sebastian, please tell our listening audience a little about yourself.
0: Hi, Jan. Sure. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. This is a a big, important topic. I'm excited to jump in. Um, But I'm Charissa Sebastian, and I am a life and leadership coach for women, a speaker, writer, and also the co-owner of Stop, Smile, Breathe Women's Retreats. My passion is helping women break free from being stuck, overwhelmed, and stressed to living a life of passion, purpose, joy, and fulfillment, And my area of focus is mainly in career transition or advancement and then also on life balance. Thanks so much, Jen.
2: Thank you, Sharissa. It's a delight, as always, to have you here. And now, Susan Gonzalez, please introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. I am Susan Gonzalez, and I am
3: a success coach. I help people from all walks of life. Um, create the life they'll love so that they have full satisfaction and enjoyment in their careers, their love life, their financial interests, etc., so that they are responsible for living the life of their dreams. And I am also a professional coach, corporate trainer, and speaker, and the author of the book, Make It Your Mark. And I'm so happy to be joining us today.
2: Oh, thank you Susan. I'm so happy you're here and uh I, as always I'm so delighted uh with my wonderful team. This is really quite a blessing to work with these people. So, um you know, today's topic is quite personal for me. As many of you know, I lost many years of my life and my career to recovering from two traumatic brain injuries and a devastating car crash. Uh, in addition, I severely broke my foot this past December and discovered after two months on crutches that due to the severe nature of the, uh, nature of the injury, excuse me, the fractures are not yet healing and that I have another two to three months on crutches. That means I cannot walk for five months. And within the first week of the accident, a dental crown in my mouth fell out. I found myself laughing at the absurd timing of the dental emergency because what else could I do? In its own way there was a bit of dark comedy there and I chose to see that side of it. Despite the added adversity or difficulty or setback, you know, both the obvious and the financial of, you know, having a crown replaced that it created. And I must insert here also that I live in Manhattan, New York City, where getting around is either walking public transportation or using uh, paying for a car service. So there is no going outside, hopping into your car, and driving to your destination. And during the first few weeks after I broke my foot, pain and disability made it extremely difficult to get around it all, especially getting myself across town to a dentist, you know, just a few days after all of this happened. So, um, you know, I'm just describing how... Recent adversity <laughs> uh, affected me. Um, and before we go on, I just want to invite all of our listeners uh, to call in because uh, we love your questions and your comments and your contribution to the show. And the number here is 646-716-9397. So um, let's first go into some definitions. Um Susan, I am I would like to ask you, how would you define or quickly define adversity or setbacks?
3: I love, love, love this question because it comes up so often in life and living and getting what you want. And um, So I started looking at different words for setback, and I thought, I guess it depends on the place you're at and the situation you're in. But a lot of times what I notice is it doesn't have the most positive connotation to it. So words like defeat, misfortune, bad luck, it's a tough break, ooh, that's bad luck, um, it's a come down. You know, they just don't have that positive feel to it. Um, Not even just changing it to like it's just a little hiccup, you know, changes the whole energy behind it. So it could be that it has a bit of a negative or defeat feel to it, but it could also just be a process of living life and that sometimes we're hit with things that are basically beyond our control, like the accident that you were just describing, Jan. Mm-hmm. The things that we weren't expecting it and we weren't necessarily the cause of it, but it's our great opportunity to get to deal with them and they are going to impact us some way. So a setback, a setback for me is that little break in the expectation
2: of what you thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the way you define that. And you know, the thing about you know adversity or setbacks or whatever difficulties, as you were saying, you know, and you know, another aspect of it is, it doesn't just, it's not, it happened to me. This happened to me. It happened. Life happens, and yeah. you know, there are random things that happen. And it's just a matter of you know moving on, but we will get into um, that in our in you know in, a little bit later in the show. But thank you so much for that definition, Charissa, I'm curious as to how you would define resilience.
0: Well, I think Susan did such a great job, first of all, of defining it. But the one thing that for me that simply defines what it means to actually, I'm going to go back to. The setback, and that for me okay. is simply when things don't go the way that we hoped for or the way that we you know, had anticipated or that we were planning for. Um, and then for resilience, um, to me that's all about bouncing back and really being able to adapt well in the face of those kinds of setbacks or adversity or even a significant source of stress. So just that ability to bounce back and then to adapt in a way that's more positive and that serves us.
2: Wonderful, thank you for that. So basically, it, it's kind of um, setbacks. From what I hear, hear you say is that setbacks are basically, or adversity, or however one wants to to you know, use whatever word you want to use, is basically when things don't go according to our what we had planned or what our expectations were, and that um, resilience is about really about moving forward. You know, look. You know, picking up and saying, "Okay, this is what's happened. Now, what? You know, what direction do we go? Okay, the road, the path we were on, is a little different now. Um, so we have to make an adjustment. So um, that, you know, that seems to be, you know, part of what my definition of resilience is too. It's like, okay, um, as soon as we can, how do we pick ourselves up and move forward? So, is that in alignment with what you were saying, Sharissa?
0: Yes, that's exactly right, Jen.
2: Ah, thank you so much. So, you know, when life offers us a challenge, in the way of a setback, we may find ourselves in a new normal. I think everybody's heard that term, or if not, welcome to that term. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But you know, now we right now we find ourselves in a new normal. I certainly have experienced that, and I think um, a lot of people have. If you live long enough, you're going to find yourself, uh, you know, your expectations may not be met, and you may find yourself in a a new normal, which can actually open up a lot of opportunities. Um, Challenges, as we know, are often gateways. um, You know, the word gateway often has a bad connotation, but they're often gateways to new opportunities. So we can either live in denial, we can be angry, we can feel hopeless, and we can be scared. All of these feelings are normal. They are, you know, there's, there's reason for these, and it makes sense to feel our feelings and create an awareness of what we are feeling and experiencing. Um, you know, in a sense, that is a surrendering to rather than fighting this new normal of our lives. Um, because fighting can keep us mired in a state of either victimhood or anger or keep us in the past. You know, and these are catabolic states. They don't serve us. Um, this is not uh, growth energy. This is not the sort of thinking, if we stay stuck here, this is not the kind of thinking or being that promotes growth and a moving forward and transformation and, and something useful a way of of dealing with an experience um, or our new normal in a way that moves us forward. So catabolic energy prevents a mental state in which we can move forward with positive energy and with action, growth, and solutions. There is so much involved in this process of awareness. It can open our minds in such a way as to embrace and honor our feelings rather than just sweep them under the rug or suppress or, rep- or repress them and burying our feelings does not erase them it only serves to undermine our efforts to move forward and get into action so how do- how do we begin this process of awareness and how might it affect how we recognize and deal with inner and outer blocks um Sharissa would you like to start off with this
0: yeah sure and, Jan, you did such a great job of describing the difference between the anabolic and catabolic energy and exactly what to look for. Like, what are those, those emotions and those feelings that we really should be steering away from in those times where we do find ourselves stuck and, you know, in that kind of setback mode? So with that, I think one of the things, and you asked about the process of awareness, and I think the first thing to do is really just take time to sit with it for a minute. And what I mean by that is give yourself permission and the space to be able to process where you are. Sometimes we're so quick to say, okay, we need to figure this out. We need to go to the solution and we need to make it better. And we don't often give ourselves time to just kind of process what's going on and, and think about, okay, what is going on with me right now? And really try to, or first of all, acknowledge, where you are and the fact that, yes, this is a setback, yes, things may not be going exactly the way you want it to go, and you need to also, the second step to that would be acceptance, to say, you know what, it is what it is, I've got to accept where I am right now. It doesn't mean that I need to stay here, there may be ways to move forward, but I do need to acknowledge where I am, what I'm feeling, what's going on with me, and then from that point, you can then ask yourself some empowering questions or some quality questions so that you can open up to to really what's going on and help you to move forward in the best way possible. So some of those questions can be simply, how can I move forward in the best way possible for me? So what is the next maybe baby step that I can take that's going to help me really process this or help me to move forward in the right direction? And then also, what do I need to do in this moment? Sometimes we do have to take it just moment by moment, especially when something really devastating happens to us. And then we can you know we can ask ourselves, what do I need to do in this moment, and maybe for you the that answer would be pick up the phone and call a friend or you know just talk you through, or maybe that's go for a walk or do something that's gonna help you right in that moment um a couple of other ones are what is great about where I am right now, and that might seem so strange like if you have this devastating news that you get or something that's going wrong, of course, our brain is not gonna immediately go to, "Oh, what's wonderful about this <laughs> about this right now." <laughs> We train ourselves to to think in that way. It brings brings about gratitude. It brings about um, even looking to other people and saying, okay, you know, this is not great for me right now, but I can see how I can potentially, if I'm able to get through this, I can potentially help other people through the situation that I'm in. Oh, there's so many different ways to kind of look look at a situation that might not be great, but when you try to find the good in it, oftentimes it will come to you. And also help you even feel, you know, much better about where you are and, and help you move more from that catabolic into the anabolic energy that you were talking about. And then the last question is in the in the big scheme of things, in the big picture, or even maybe five years down the road or one year down the road, how will I look back at this situation? So in other words, actually removing yourself from the situation and, and taking a, kind of a higher-level view of it and saying, okay, in the big scheme of things, how big is this that I'm going through right now? Am I making a big deal out of it, or is it, you know, how am I going to view this down the road? Because it helps you get a, a different perspective. It helps you to reduce your stress around it and also to really just process it in a way that's more beneficial to you.
2: Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for that. Uh- <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not going to add anything to that, or you know, you were, to, you're so clear. It's, it's that's wonderful. Thank you so much. And uh, Susan, is there anything you'd like to add about awareness? How we can, you know, begin this process of awareness, and how do we recognize and deal with inner and outer blocks?
3: Um, yeah, I loved what Sharissa just shared with us. What
2: a great process to go to. And I think I
3: would add a couple of things too that. Um, mix as well, Sharissa, when people are um, trying to sit down and get a grasp on this, sometimes the setback kind of blindsides us or it's so traumatic that you're in a state of shock and there does come that place where that being the quiet place lets you absorb the shock and then come out of it. So sometimes people want to move to action really quickly and you can't. You're mentally and physically not able to. So give yourself the space to say, this was hard. <laughs> this this hurt, and mm. it's not what I expected, or, or it knocked me. You know, it knocked me off my feet, or whatever it was. So that you can set the stage to give yourself the time to say, now what do I want to do? Um, and that's the place of choice everyone can go to because you do have a choice. But um, the other thing to add in there then is. Here's the things that are a little bit out of my control right now. So I'm going to use, Jan, I'm going to use you as the example again because it was so great that you (laughs) shared at the beginning of the call. You broke your foot. It is what it is. And you know what? You are not a medical professional. You cannot go in and do your own foot surgery, nor can you create a magical laser to instantly fix yourself. And your body's going to heal in the time frame that it's going to heal in. Those are mm-hmm. things that you can influence a little bit, but you don't have that much control over it that's the is what it is so that's what's happening right now 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 that you're aware of the things that you might not have as much control over, where do you want to put your time and energy and to shift your mood to shift your mindset to make your healing go better um you know and it just depends again on what the situation is but add to that little space of where you're trying to figure out what you want to do. Be be kind. Um give yourself a chance to absorb the hurt and then now where do I want to go?
4: Mm hmm.
2: <laughs> Thank you for that. And you were so funny. because um, I was I was thinking when you said <laughs> that, yeah, I can't I can't even change my sheets on my bed
1: right now. <laughs> right now. I never <laughs>
3: And it's sucks. It's like you know, it's okay to say it. on this, this is horrible. Especially if you are a but you
2: know, there's, there's a person. lot worse. But I have somebody that that you know has has come over and helped me a few times with things like that. So I'm very grateful for those things. But thank you. I you know we have a caller. Uh, i I think would might want to chime in on this awareness piece. And just before I get to this caller, I just wanted to also mention that when we talk about awareness. Um, there's a couple of things, you know, that I just wanted to add is that, you know, there's the difference. We're so often in denial, and we, we just we say, I'm going to be strong. I'm not going to deal with this, blah, 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 and there's a lot of judging that goes on. So we're saying, well, this is bad. This is horrible. This is, you know, we're not, I'm, I'm going to be strong. I'm going to fight this, and as I would mentioned, that is catabolic energy, but also when it comes to awareness, there's, you know, our filters, that we, you know, most of us, we we do, that's how we view life, Um, experience, whatever has has taught us to look at life in different ways, and there's a difference between true and truth, and awareness is about seeing what is without judging, and when we can see that, and so we're not beating ourselves up or say, oh, if I had done this, or, or if this had happened, you know, that's living in... It, not in reality uh, awareness is really about reality and and getting rid of judging because when we are there and we are um you know living in this state of what's going on okay what is really going on what is not just going on with us what's going on around us that is the first step to to moving forward and when you're in denial and you're angry and you're fighting it you're not in awareness in true awareness you're not in that state where you can you know figure out how to move on or get into acceptance which is going to be our next topic of conversation but i would really like to bring in um one of our callers so hello there um
4: he- can hello jim can you hear me this is ricardo
2: yeah. Hi, Ricardo. Thank you so much for calling. Is there anything? Um, and I first, of all, I also want to say that if you want to stay on for for the next topic of conversation on here, um, I, you know, I can keep you on. Um, but if, is there anything you'd like to add about
4: awareness? Sure, sure. Let me add something. There's this uh, old tale, an Indian tale, about an elephant where everybody in the town was blind. So the king of the town or whatever, you know, the, 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 the person who was uh, guiding the town, he wanted to know how an elephant was. Um, how did it look like, right? So he sends a lot of the people to... Chase an elephant and grab it, but because everybody is blind, everybody gets to grab a different part of the elephant. So when they all come back to the king, the king asks, "Okay, so how is an elephant and one person says okay it's, it, the, the elephant is like a, like the, the, one of the foundations of the of a building is huge, but it was because he was grabbing one of his, one of his um, the foot of the elephant. Another one says, oh, no, it's not like that at all. It's really like a, like a water hose. And it was because he was grabbing the, the trunk. And another one says, no, the elephant is, is solid and is sharp. But it was because he was grabbing the tusks, right? Mm-hmm. Another person says, no, it is like a curtain, the elephant. I could move it like whatever I wanted to. And it was because it was a year. A he was grabbing a ear of the elephant. So... Reality is huge it's actually mm-hmm. actually it is so big that not a single person can grasp it all at the same time. Each and every one of us is is uh holding a different part of the elephant and to me, what awareness means is I am aware that I am right now focused on this aspect of the reality but what I need to understand is that that will always depend on my energy. If I have an anabolic energy or catabolic energy, or if you want to say it differently, uh, if I'm feeling good or if I'm feeling bad, I will be holding, I will be grabbing a different part of the elephant. Now, do I need to... Do I need to understand all the pieces of the elephant? No. What I need to understand is what am I feeling right now? What is my energy right now? And that is, to me, what awareness is all about. It's all about not trying to digest the, the reality as it is, but it's actually trying to look at everything from the inside out. Why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? So there's a, a lot of processes around this that are very useful. I love one that from neuroscience, which is called label the emotion. Label the emotion, what it means is try to describe right now the the the, the feeling that you're having. Okay, uh, for example, let's say, okay, I'm feeling a little bit sad. I'm also a little bit uh, angry, but then again, I'm feeling anxious or I'm, I am depressed. When you label the emotion that you have, you kind of set aside for a little bit from your own actor role. Let's say that there are two roles that you play in your own life at every time. You are the actor and you are the observer. So when you are the actor, everything feels heavier when you are the observer, you can be more like an objective observer of the situation. So by labeling the emotions at any situation that you have, whenever you label the emotions, you kind of create like a little distance from your own feelings so that you are more in the observer role and you will be more able to actually understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling. And by changing your emotions you will be actually changing reality because you will be grabbing a different part of the elephant, one that is more according to whatever you want to happen, right? So I was listening that, that you broke your leg, right? So uh, there are many ways to look at it. There are many ways. There are many feelings. You can look at this as an opportunity. You can look at this as something you sh- you're, you're paying because you did something else wrong. There's all sorts of philosophical ways to look at this, right? But If you change the way you look at it, it will change for you. It will change for you. Everything will change around the situation. You will regain control. So to me, this is everything that is awareness about, awareness of my emotions, awareness of my energy, not so much of the facts, quote-unquote, of the reality, because reality is big, is huge. And what I want is to change my emotions, to change my perspective, change my energy in a way that will be more conducive to the positive outcome that I want.
2: Brilliant. (laughs) Thank you so much for all of that, Ricardo. I mean, first of all, you hit on how we, you know, look at life through our own filters. And, and And I loved when you brought up, you know, asking why, you know, the why behind things, and this concept of labeled emotion. I, I love. I was not aware of this, but it also um, it, it helps, as you said, create um, a distance, a more so that we can become more objective and be you know again aware of what's going on so that we can then move forward um and i also love you know it i immediately thought of einstein and as how um uh, reality is all relative it really is i mean there is so much going on and sometimes what we think is true is not the total truth um so Uh, there's just thank you so much I mean that was just absolutely brilliant and I don't know if you're able to stay on uh, for our next uh, discussion we're going to be getting into acceptance so if you if you're able to stay on I'll just mute you and I'll bring you back in so thank you so much
4: Ricardo. Sure, sure just a final comment. Awareness also you can look at it as the uh, for example having a map to go to (laughs) wherever you want to go you can have the most uh, amazing map, but if you don't know where you are in the map, you don't know what wh- where to move next. And, and the, the thing is, that map is never an action map. It is always an emotional map. You need to know mm-hmm. where you are. You need to know where you are. That is, I just love that. You know, so many
2: people and so many of us are afraid of, um, even acknowledging our emotions because we think that makes us weak. And as you're saying, that is the first step to awareness because that's what gives us strength um, is and gives us power is knowing where we are. Because if we don't know where we are without this sense of awareness, we can't move forward. I love it. Thank you so much. I'm going to mute you now and I will bring you back a little later. Is that okay?
4: Sure. Yes, it is okay.
2: Thank you. So, you know, here on the Life Coach Radio Networks, we're proud to have as our sponsor Audible.com. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet, offering customers a new way to enhance and enrich their lives every day. Audible is the preeminent provider of spoken word audio products that include more than 100,000 audio programs from more than 1,800 content providers. Receive a free audio book with your 30-day trial when you sign up with Audible today at audibletrial.com/lifecoachradio that's audibletrialcom Radio. now here are some audible books related to today's topic resilience hard won wisdom for living a better life written and narrated by eric greitens unbroken a World War II story of survival, resilience, and redemption, written by Laura Hillenbrand and narrated by Edward Herman. So don't forget to sign up for a one-month free trial to get your free audiobook today at audibletrial.com/lifecoachradio. Audible.com, making listening a tool for life. And now back to our show. So um, I want to thank uh, Carlos, I mean Carlos, excuse me, Ricardo. Carlos is another friend of mine. I want to thank Ricardo so much for joining us today on um, on our topic of awareness. And now um, that we're more clear on what awareness is and its process and benefits, let's move on to acceptance. So what is acceptance and how can it help buoy us into growth transformation, and resilience. So, um, Susan, if you wouldn't mind, you know, getting us into this uh, definition of what acceptance is.
3: Sure. Um, There's so much to acceptance because acceptance puts the choice in your hands. And um, I think that reality is a huge topic, like Ricardo was saying, but I believe that human beings, we create our own reality. So that is our filters and our perceptions and things that come on. Sometimes people look at acceptance and they'll rationalize away a lot of things attached to it just so they can deal with it. And it's not necessarily a negative coping mechanism at all, but real acceptance is stepping into it and saying, I don't like this part (laughs) at all. I can accept that I'm not okay with it. Because in the big scheme of things, Dan, you're really not okay that you broke your foot. And you're really not okay that you're <laughs> not as mobile as you want to be, right? Your lifestyle had to change. But accepting that it happened and accepting that you're, you're, the emotion around it is okay to have too. And we do try to push what we would consider negative emotions to the side pretty quickly. I think there's a lot of strength in them though. And it's okay to have them. Everyone has emotions. That's all they are. You just have them. And you have the right to have them and they're normal to have. It's what do you want to do with it then? So you have the feeling, (laughs) I'm not okay with this. I'm accepting that I'm not okay with it. And then it takes you to that wonderful place of awareness where you get to create your reality now. What do you want to do with it? Do you want to stay in a victim mode? Do you want to have a pity party? Okay. Do you want to come up with a new way of looking at it? Do you want to change your perception? Do you want to reach out to others? It just gives you that um, detached involvement like Ricardo was explaining and gives you that space to to make a choice there is this lovely <laughs> quote by Walt Disney as only Walt Disney could put this into a framework so it's going to sound a little fairy tale but but um, I think it packs a powerful punch it is all the adversity I've had in my life all my troubles and obstacles have strengthened me and you may not realize that when it happens but a kick in the teeth may be the best thing in the world for you. I, it just sounds like this, doesn't it? <laughs> but in normal things you would think is a kick in the teeth a good thing to have, but it could be. So there, when you're creating your reality about where you want to go and what you want to happen here, it's what's the opportunity for me? Because mm. you either grow or, you know, like Bruce Schneider says, you either grow or you die. So Absolutely. When you're, right? So when you're looking at this, it is, okay, I'm at a place of growth. Um, And there's one more little story I'd like to throw in here to help um, as we're trying to consider as you're raising your acceptance on it and then what you want to do with it. There's this great book. It's called um, Bend, Not Break. And it's written by, I think, I forgot the name now, Ping Fu. And Ping Fu is the founder and CEO of an organization called Geomagic. Anyway, the the book is about his travels from China to living in the United States. And the story that he shares, you know, winter in some parts of China can be extremely harsh. So it's a story of resilience and acceptance. And it's the three um, um, friends. They call them the three friends of winter. So the first one is the crimson pe- petals of the plum blossom because they lean brilliantly against the white snow because they have the ability to bloom in the midst of misfortune, which to Taoists then suggests dignity and forbearance under harsh circumstances. The second friend is the pine trees because they remain happy and green throughout the year. So in an unbearable summer or a severe cold of winter, they stand rather unperturbed. And then the third friend is bamboo And he says that bamboo is flexible, bending with the wind but never breaking, and it's capable of adapting to any circumstances. And bamboo suggests resilience, meaning that we have the ability, and I think that's the big key here. We, human beings, come complete with this ability in us to bounce back from even the most difficult times. So Taoists understand that there can be no summer without winter, no ups without downs, no growth without decay. And your ability to thrive, and I love that word, depends in the end on your attitude to your life circumstances. If you're like the three friends of winter, you take everything in stride with grace, you put forth energy when it is needed, and yet you always stay calm and
2: rudely. You create your reality. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for that, Susan. Ah, I loved it. Thank you. You know, we have a a couple of callers, and if that's all right, I'm going to bring them in. Um, So uh, your number ends in 5070. I'm pretty sure I know who this is. Hello? Hello? Uh Uh-oh. If you're on mute, can you unmute your phone? because I've unmuted you here. Otherwise, I'll bring you back in in a moment.
1: Hello. Hello. Hi, Jan. Hi, Hi this is Judy. Judy. Yes, wonderful.
2: Hello. Would you um, like to add uh, something uh, about acceptance or anything we've talked about?
1: Um, first of all, uh, let me compliment you on just an incredible a uh, conversation around the ability to move forward and getting what you want um, thank you acceptance, absolutely um awareness that introspective work is so important and understanding um you know as as that your perception is your reality and it's so natural I think to um, understand that there are are levels of emotion that you go through during this awareness process, and when you finally get to the point of acceptance it's it's very incredibly healing um to to establish and manage exactly what that means letting go of the anger, letting go of the res- the resentment, letting go of the blame, and just thinking about accepting or really believing the term it is what it is, just think about how that allows you to shift your energy and allows you to tackle um, those things that may be holding you back. And without that acceptance of it is what it is and, and accepting that our filters we apply come from who we are and how we react to certain things and really... Understanding our level of awareness in who we are then naturally segues into what we are and and accepting who we are, how we are, why we are, accepting who we are, accepting others, accepting what actually is, and also accepting that whatever the circumstances brought you to, that setback, that, you know, Adversity is part of the plan. You may not have expected it, but you absolutely did your best. So Mm -hmm. before you can actually move forward to become a master of whatever it is you're striving for in your personal life, it is, number one, doing that introspective work of understanding who you are and, and allowing yourself to go through that process of feeling how you feel and accepting that. And then also accepting the circumstances around whatever that setback may be. It is what it is. Now, what am I going to do? What am I, how am I going to show up in a different way, perhaps, that allows me to move forward with overcoming whatever that setback may be?
2: Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. That is you you really laid it out clearly about how ex- what acceptance is and how it helps us to move on. And you know, often especially um people who are uh, you know work at a high or operate at a high level, they confuse acceptance with you know acquiescence, giving up. They might see it as weak but um acceptance is really about gaining control and increasing your potential and um you know without acceptance you're stuck really in in that kind of victim mentality of oh god this happened oh god this happened and then that that blame and that you know you're stuck back you're not in even in the present really you're you're stuck in the being overpowered by your emotions and overpowered by the circumstances so acceptance is about being able to move forward it's not about weakness because you can't do anything but accept rea- it, it, reality is is what happens and as you said adversity is part of the plan if we live long enough things are not going to go as we had maybe hoped or expected that they would so you know if you're twenty, you may not have experienced it yet. you may have, but you know that's part of the 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 gift of life. it is what it is um and things sometimes move us in another direction, and maybe it's a better direction but even if if we don't think it's a better direction, it is what it is. so how do we, as people will say, how do we make lemonade out of lemons? although I like lemons too but <laughs> but um, I
1: think that's to your point um Chan, it's just a you know it's this is a really hard one to practice because of what mm-hmm. we bring into the situation, and that's mm-hmm. based on what makes up our who and then mm-hmm. what actually um Acceptance doesn't make you weak. To your point, acceptance actually mm-hmm. makes you strong in so many ways because
0: mm-hmm. acceptance
1: allows you to shift your energy. Acceptance <laughs> allows you to look at a um, look at the situation in an unemotional way, a, a way free from anger or resentment or whatever might be bad energy for you, um, and it really is liberating in terms of. Perhaps those things are not as you would want them to be, however, accepting them is part of your plan for moving
2: forward absolutely, and acceptance also you know just in in hearing what you just said, acceptance helps us add wonder in to the recipe of the, you know, of of adversity. You know, it's like, wow, you know, when when you've gotten through your emotions, and to, to deny your emotions makes no sense. You might be devastated. You might feel, you know, feel those emotions and then, you know, start to add wonder into it. Okay, what, you know, where do I go from here? This is what is. Let me, again, add awareness and see what else is going on, what What is the good? What do I have to be grateful for? And what can I make out of this? And so by adding that little touch of wonder also helps shift our energy enormously. Judy, I want to thank you so much. We have um, – I have another caller that I would love to bring on. So um, I, if if that's okay, I think I'm going to move on to the next caller. And thank you so much for your contribution today. It's been priceless. Absolutely. really brilliant. Thank you, Jan. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to mute you right now. So, um, and Charissa, we'll get to you in just a moment. I'm so sorry. But I'd like to bring in this caller. Your number ends in 9484. Hello, caller. Are you there? Yeah. Hi.
1: Hi. Can you Hi. tell me
2: your name and where you're calling from? I'm Diane from Texas. Hi, Diane. Thank you so much for calling in. Um, What did you have to add or what what would you like to um, talk about?
1: Oh, I'm just, I'm really interested in in this subject. I've had Mm -hmm. a lot of loss and I've had a hard time getting over it and getting on with it, you know? I'm so sorry. So this is really good.
2: I'm enjoying it. Oh, thank you. So you basically just wanted to listen today?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Then I'll, uh, if it's all right, I'll put you on mute.
1: Okay. Is that all right,
2: or is there anything else yeah. you wanted to add? No, uh-uh. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much, Diane, and good luck with everything, and I hope maybe Thanks. some of what we're saying today might be of some help to you. It sounds Thank
4: like.
2: You. It. <laughs> Thank said. you. Thank okay. you. Bye-bye. <laughs> so, okay, uh Charissa you've been very patient um I'm wondering what you would like to you know uh add about acceptance you know what what you feel it is and how pe- how it can help move us into growth, transformation, and resilience
0: oh well, actually, I've been enjoying listening to everyone's perspective and it really summarizes kind of what I was going to say anyway, <laughs> but I'll just mm-hmm. kind of highlight. A few things that I that I wanted to share, but I wanted to thank um, Ricardo and Judy and Susan and you for doing such a great job with covering this. Because really, you you guys all I think cover the gamut of acceptance and you know really a, a great perspective to have and how to really move forward from this. But just a couple of things that I wanted to highlight is. To be able to just let go, and I think all of you have said this in one way or another. To be able to again accept, and I love what Judy said because that's really my kind of perspective on what it means to accept. And that is to just be able to be in the situation and say it is what it is, rather than fighting it or denying it, or you know, just just trying to push up against it in terms of being more catabolic versus anabolic. And then second of all, once we're able to just Kind of sit there and say okay i accept this now and that doesn't mean that i'm happy about it, it and i love what um i think it was susan who, who mentioned that i'm not okay with this but i'm accepting it and i'm okay with accepting you know accepting it for now or even just okay not being okay with it i think that was such a powerful thing to say because sometimes we think that acceptance is acknowledging it and saying, yeah, okay, I'm, everything's fine and everything's going to be great, and it's not necessarily that. It can be also just simply saying, I'm okay with not being okay with this right now <laughs> and mm-hmm. just to, to be that for, uh, you know, for some time. And so the, the next thing is then to focus on the things that you can control. So a lot of times there's all of these things out there that we can't control, and we tend to focus our energy on those things when really it's more beneficial to, once you're able to process it, to then move on to, okay, so these are the things I can't control, and so it doesn't make sense for me to dwell on them, but let me focus on the things that I can control. So I can control my own emotions. I can control what I focus on, and I can control you know, so how I move forward with this and how I choose to to move forward with this. So to be able to acknowledge it, and then also mm-hmm. to eliminate blame, because sometimes we are so quick to point the finger either at ourselves or to others or the situation and things are not fair and all of those kinds of things. And then, of course, that goes back into the the catabolic energy
4: mm-hmm. versus
0: focusing on, okay, so I can't change this. It's no point in me blaming myself or blaming others. What can I do in the situation? What is within my control to be able to do? And then the other thing that has helped me a great deal is to access your spirituality. And of course, this is very broad. means different things to different people. Uh, but tapping into your spirituality can really sustain us in these times of uncertainty and difficulty. So when we feel like we don't have the physical, mental, or even the emotional strength to pull through, our faith in something more, whatever that may be, can give us that strength and that energy to help us to keep going Um, and then of course it's also important to give yourself time allow for that space to heal in your case jan of course it's a physical (laughs) healing that needs to take place So to just say oh yeah i'm going to sit back and give myself time to heal (laughs) because you're such a high achiever and i can only imagine how difficult it must be to be able to just know that you have to just give yourself that space and that time for your body um, to heal, so that's not a an easy thing um, and of course the with us, and I know I personally have struggled with this a lot, and that's being impatient because we're so used to mm-hmm. the go and fixing things and finding a solution and moving forward and then when things happen that are completely out of our control and we can't control the time frame, it becomes very you know very difficult now of course there's things to that you can do to maybe speed up the healing process like give yourself more time to rest which again is difficult (laughs) not move around and you know to hold yourself back but um yeah but overall just kind of give yourself time and space to be able to do those kinds of things i think is really um important and also stepping out of our comfort zones in terms and there's so many different ways to do this but when we are in those situations where we face these huge setbacks and different things that just completely throw us off to be be open to being vulnerable, stepping out of our comfort zone, maybe pick up the phone and call a friend, you know, reach out to maybe in a group. Maybe there's something that you're struggling with that came out of left field. It could be, even be a grief or a divorce or something like that that's life-changing that just feels mm-hmm. so consuming to you in this moment. But to be able to out and know that there's other people that are going through this or there's a friend that you can maybe talk to and confide in and just share where you are that can really help us to process and to move forward and even just to get it out of us because sometimes bottling it all in and trying to process it on our own just gets us in this spiral. And so being able to be vulnerable, stepping out of our comfort zone and saying, okay, what is right for me, what is going to help me to move through this is really Mm -hmm. going to open up those doors and help you to think through and think about different options that you have. Um so, yeah, I think those are just uh, some of the, the key things. And I think a lot of what I just mentioned is what all of you um, have mentioned already. But those are just some of my thoughts on that.
2: Oh, thank you so much, Sharissa. I'm not even going to summarize because, I mean, you, you just were so clear. It was wonderful. You know, when when one of the things that it just brought up for me was I often – you know, in my uh, looking for what, what do I have to be grateful for or what are the opportunities here, and I realized, you know, life, everything that happens to us provides lessons. And I thought, well, what is the lesson that I'm supposed to be learning, you know, if I want to think and get more spiritual and say, well, what is the universe trying to teach me? Um, because in looking for different ways of of um, embracing acceptance, shall we say, or embracing uh Adversity, which would be kind of like surrendering to it so that we can, you know, uh, um, be aware and accept it, is what is the lesson here? And one of the hardest things has always, for me has always been, one of the biggest challenges in life has been to ask for help, and I've had to ask for help during this time. And you know, I and it's 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 a challenge every time and it it's frustrating and it even makes me a little angry to feel that I have to ask for help, but it has been a great life lesson. There are times when we all have to ask for help. I'm always so willing and delighted to help someone else, but to ask for help is a huge challenge for me. So this has been one of the lessons that I've learned from this and you know all of these life lessons are are really uh, a big again if you want to talk about the recipe the recipe for transformation and growth so we may not like them but it's it's really 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 important to have these lessons in our lives and i really want to take this moment to bring back in uh ricardo who has been so kind and so patient to wait Um, I'm unmuting you now. Ricardo, are you there?
4: Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me?
2: Yes, I certainly can. Thank you so much for staying on the line. Um, Would you like to add onto this conversation about um, acceptance?
4: Yes, yes. So many times we think of acceptance uh, when we're thinking on something bad that is going on around us. Um, mm-hmm. something bad outside of us. But I love to think in acceptance as a way to accept the greatness inside of us, the power that is inside each and every one of us to create the reality that we want, to move forward uh, in spite of the circumstances, to be able to focus clearly in our mind in whatever outcome we want out of life accepting that we are responsible for our, our lives, accepting that we create our own reality, accepting that we are powerful. This is a much better um, approach for me For me, in order to move forward than to spend a lot of time thinking on what is going on out there. Remember, that thing you call reality, that thing you call in the, what is going on right now is old news. That has Mm -hmm. already been created. That is old news. If you can accept that you have the power to take yourself to anywhere you want emotionally, anywhere you want, then you have accepted what really matters, that is you are a powerful human being that has the capability to rise above any circumstance in your life, to build the happy life that you deserve, that you were supposed to live, that, to me, is what true acceptance is. The rest are just details. The rest in the reality. What has just happened, um, we can dig a lot into it. We can go a lot into it. We, we will find things we like. We will find things we don't like. And it's okay. Just like, just like Teresa was saying, I think it was wonderful. Just like Susan mentioned earlier, and I also think it was wonderful, right? And, and then I think the more time you focus on your power, the more time you focus on your now, that's where the things are going to start changing. And I have a little um, metaphor for this. Uh, I don't know if any of you have had the opportunity to play Monopoly. Those these are these are games that they last about four hours. So many times people get tired, and it's like two hours, and some of the people say, "I don't want to play anymore." So I've, for some reason, I don't know, in my life, I've come up to 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 a place where they have been playing Monopoly or a game like that, and somebody wants to drop out. He says, I don't want to play. So you, I, I have had the opportunity to pick up the game just over there. It's like picking a game in, 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 at the middle of it. And it, it becomes very obvious that there's no, there's no uh, it's not worth it to go back and review all the decisions that the person before you did you simply accept what is and move forward because the more time you dig into the past is time that you're wasting uh, out of the, the, your power for creating whatever it is that you want. So we can get stuck in the past or we can get you know, anxious about the future, but it is in your now that you have your ability to create the life that you want. So in the game of monopoly, whenever you pick it up, in the middle of it, it's very obvious that you just accept everything that is. Okay, assist, how much money do I have? What properties do I have? Okay, now, what do I do with this? And so every time I think it's very useful for us to play that little game, every time we wake up, it's like, okay, let me accept everything as it is, and with the things that I have in, you know, in my control, or with the things that I can attract, or with the things I have in my life, okay, how do I start creating whatever it is that I want? How can I just look forward, look forward, from accepting where I am? And and just like the previous coaches did say, you don't have to like it. You don't have to say, oh, I love this, because words um, have to be in resonance with your true feelings. You cannot say something that you don't mean. You have to mean what you say. So it's okay to say, I don't like where I am right now. And that's the last thing you're going to say about it. That's the last thing. The next thing you're going to say about it is, I accept my power. I know how I can, or maybe I don't know how, but I accept that I am powerful. I accept that I can live the life that I want, that I am the creator of my own life, that I can move forward. And depending on your cosmovision, depending on your philosophy, you can say, God is with me, or you can say, for example, I love the word um, paranoia, which is, you know, paranoia is, thinking that everything is against you, that everybody is conspiring against you. But pronoia means the total opposite. It means Mm. I believe that everybody in the universe is conspiring for me, to help me. There are people that I don't know of, that they're doing things that will help me out, that everybody wants to see me succeed. Everybody will support me. So I'm a true believer of pronoia. And I think it's a great philosophy to adopt. So that you can uh, build your own resilience. And to me, um, I have several definitions of resilience that that I've been, you know, from the different things that I've been studying across my life. For example, uh, some people believe in resilience as stoicism. It's like my ability to, no matter how much I don't like something, to put a happy face. On top of it. And, and some people believe that's it. I don't think that's very useful, but some people do. There's the other concept of resilience, of people saying resilience is how fast you bounce back from a negative emotion. Okay? So some people say that. In heart math, we say resilience is your capability to actually. Uh, enter into a state of, of of coherence, which is like aligning my emotions, my mind, and my body after an event that gave us some stress. Okay, but the, the the definition of coherence of resilience that I love the most comes from the teachings of Abraham, and it's something about resilience is your capability to focus on what you want in spite of whatever it is at the moment. it's your ability to direct your full attention to that thing that you want, to the outcome that you want, and just focus upon that. Just focus upon that. Make it the only thing in your mind. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? And stay there. Practice the emotion of that, of having that already. And I think accepting that we are as powerful as to get there and not staying focusing on whatever happened in the past, is the key of acceptance and is the key to resilience.
2: Oh my goodness, that is totally brilliant. Thank you so much for that Ricardo and I especially love the the last definition, that one so resonates the capability to focus on what you want rather than just what is but um and what is is can be wonderful i mean and like you said it doesn't mean deny your feelings you know state them and as you know as we all know words are very important but then move forward Thank you so much. I I would love to go on and on with this, but we're at the we're 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 at the top of the hour, and this has been such a wonderful and informative show today. We're about out of time, so I'd like to thank my very talented co-hosts Sharissa Sebastian and Susan Gonzalez, as well as our amazing callers. Uh, Judy and Ricardo for their insightful participation in today's show and their incredible contributions. While there is a road through adversity, you cannot bounce back from hardship. You can only move through it. There's a path to pain, a path through pain, excuse me, to wisdom through suffering, to strength, and through fear to courage if we have the tools and the skills of resilience. I'm Jan Jaffe of Forward to Success, and it's been my privilege to have been your host today. I'm offering our listeners a free, no-obligation, 30-minute session with me. And for more information, please feel free to email me at info at forwardtosuccess.com. I also want to remind our listeners that you're invited to share any comments or feedback on our website, www.lifecoachradionetworks.com. I also have my own solo interview show, Your Best Life, usually on the second Wednesday of every month at 12 noon Eastern on this, the Life Coach Radio Network. Sharissa, do you have any closing thoughts and contact information you'd like to share?
0: Yes, yeah, sure. Thank you so much, um, Jan. Well, if anyone would like to contact me, you can contact me through my website at www.sherissasebastian.com. And I'd like to share a quote in closing, as always. <laughs> and uh, this one is, I don't know who the author is, so it's unknown, but it says, breakdowns can create breakthroughs. Things fall apart, so things can fall together. Thank you so much, ladies, and thank you to our callers as well. I've learned so much from all of you today.
2: Thank you, uh, Charissa. Really, I I always love your quotes. And now, how about you, Susan? Um,
3: Yes, I thank you, everyone, for the great contributions to this call. Um, I loved hearing everyone's perspective. And uh, my final message to everyone is, sometimes when you get a no, it's freeing you up to receive a new yes. So you may not understand it at the time, but look for the opportunity and all things that come your way because there is something there for you. And if you would like to learn more about what I do or my live trainings, you can reach me at my website, which is www.makeityourmark.com. And um look forward to hearing anyone's comments about the show. Thank you so much, Jan. Oh, and
2: thank you so much, Susan. And thank you both, ladies. Um, and I want to remind our listeners that for all of the hosts, Contact and bio information is listed in the show description. Now, we have some upcoming shows on this, the Life Coach Radio Network. On February 26th at 12 p.m., transition of the decorated veteran to CEO of Tell Your Vision Studios. And on February 27th at 9 p.m., reveal your excellence with the on-camera coach, Renee Ellison. So um, a huge thanks, again, to my wonderful uh, co-hosts, Charissa Sebastian and Susan Gonzalez, and, again, our magnificent, brilliant callers today, Ricardo and Judy, for joining me today and making this show a very, very special one. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.